0: Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast. My name is Chris Rock. And today I'm going to talk to you about the 80-20 rule, which is also known as the Pareto principle in business. I'm going to discuss a few things about the Pareto and implementing the Pareto principle in the corporate world. Comparing that to the uh, small business world, and obviously we're going to drill down into how small businesses should use this principle, this system, more appropriately so that they maximize the outcomes that they generate. Now, for those of you tuning in for the very first time, first of all, welcome to the show. Second of all, I like to point out that I do the recordings based on the blog post that you can find on strengthandbusiness.com. So for those of you who also love to have the written format, uh, maybe download it as a PDF, share it, maybe there are a few things that you would like to highlight and use in your daily business, whatever it is, simply hop over to StrengthenBusiness.com forward slash blogs and you will find all the audio tracks in a written format um, there for you. Okay, so today's topic, let's get started. It's called Swing It Like Pareto. According to the Pareto principle, 20% of the products, services, features, you name it, generates 80% of the business. I've seen this principle play out in big corporations with 400 plus brands, and I witnessed it inside small businesses alike. So why not focus more on the chunk that has the biggest impact? While pursuing my corporate career, I noticed an interesting phenomenon that was playing out, especially during Christmas. The other holiday seasons, like Easter or Halloween, were put on a different production and delivery plan or schedule. However, when it came to Christmas and New Year's Eve, major shifts were taking place in order to ensure full shelves in stores. One global company I worked for went as far as stopping all production lines, for three weeks and going full throttle on six brands that were responsible for roughly 85 to 90% of the revenue. After leaving the corporate world and joining the entrepreneurial or small business land, I discovered something rather peculiar in the realm of small businesses. Instead of focusing on the products and services that were generating the Pareto part of the equation, so the 80%, the vast majority of the 80% of the revenue, obviously, so the 20% of the products, the vast majority of small businesses I was interacting with either didn't know their numbers or didn't want to face reality and cut down on the portfolio when times required so. So here's the deal. To deploy Pareto, you need to know your numbers and be willing to take bold decisions. The corporate world loves numbers. Employees across the company's departments are asked to provide their bosses with all kinds of stats and analytics, which, in a best-case scenario, is later used to develop future strategies and double down on the tactics that have proven to work. Now, obviously, this is rather a dream scenario as reality looks shamelessly different. But that, again, is a topic for another day. The vast majority of small businesses operate very differently for various reasons, such as, for example, size, money, market share, you name it. What happens in a small business is clearly reflected in the thinking pattern of its owner and the actions or non-actions the entity is performing. If the founder or CEO doesn't shy away from digging into the numbers, Understanding causalities and being committed to building a generational business, he or she will definitely have a solid framework that will allow him or her to take bold decisions. What speaks for small businesses is the ability to implement decisions fast, adapt quickly if things go wrong, and readjust the course on the go. No need for well-known corporate time suckers, such as board meetings or conflicting ego personalities who are stuck in their own world and mostly unwilling to cooperate for the greater good. Therefore, small businesses are well advised to maximize on one of their core advantages, which is flexibility. Now, here are a sample of questions you should Have to have the answers ready for basically if you're a small business owner. Number one, what products or services are generating 80% and more of your business? So that's number one. Number two, how many of them are we talking about? Because most likely it will be a handful of products and services, not going to be hundreds of products. Okay, so what products and services are generating 80% or more of your business? Number two, How many of them are they? How many of them are we talking about? Number three, do you have a seasonal business? And if so, how is this reflected in the Pareto system? You see, recently I talked to a farmer who is offering his fresh produce on the local market. He also started an online shop to cater for the needs of a younger generation looking for healthy produce in their approximate neighborhood. While going through his portfolio, I noticed a lot of discrepancies. This is when I started asking him the questions that I just mentioned. His answers came as a surprise even to him personally. He never contemplated on these issues, Uh, on this issue as he was so deeply entrenched in the day-to-day business that he didn't take the necessary time to sit back and analyze his current business situation. Here's the deal. Roughly 85% of his revenue came from an organic juice and a 200 gram pack of sweets coated with dark chocolate. Okay, so we're talking farming here. The rest of his portfolio made off of jams, organic homemade pasta, as well as fresh And Dry Fruits made 15% of the revenue pie. The most peculiar thing in this entire situation, though, was the size of his fan shop. Online, he was offering a dozen t-shirts, teddy bears, mucks, and all those cute marketing uh, wannabes that added no value to his business rather than raising a little bit of awareness for his brand and, more importantly, confusing all those who visited his website. After having a chat and highlighting one of the core principles in sales, namely that a confused mind doesn't buy, he got rid of the vast majority of his fan shop and doubled down on the two products that have the highest impact on his business. He did it by adding different sized baskets comprised of these two articles and special bundles. So he added all this to his uh, portfolio. Now, and this is important, it's a numbers game, or maybe not. You need to know your numbers if you want to have a solid business. I mean, there's no way around this. Deciding solely based on emotions, experience, and knowledge without even looking into the numbers is straight out dumb. Now, I'm not a fan of deciding based on Excel sheets, and that's not what I'm promoting here, that you set up an Excel sheet and decide based on some numbers. I'm a fan of using a combination of all that I've mentioned so far, including a generous amount of intuition to propel the outcome of a business in terms of revenue, as well as from a marketing and branding perspective. Also, having a deeper look into the 80%. Okay, so let's say the rest of the pack that's generating 10%, 15%, 20% of the business is also extremely important as there lie future cash cows and niche products and services that one day you could easily turn into the driving forces of your business. So ignoring them is foolish and definitely not intended while implementing Pareto. Sometimes the 80% products and services are the ones who attract new users, show a diversified portfolio. They, it signals potential for growth in other markets, whether that's vertical or horizontal, and portray a sophisticated entity that has serious long-term business intentions. So here's the deal. The idea behind Pareto is to know your business in and out. You have to know how each slice of the pie tastes in order to replace the ones that have gone sour and every now and then find and add that amazing cherry slice that supports growth and scalability. Now over to you. What are your thoughts on the Pareto principle? More importantly, how are you implementing this system, this principle in your day-to-day business? You can reach out to me on the decentralized blockchain-based networks, Library, Odyssey, Float, Minds, and obviously the biggest one, Hive Blockchain. You will find me on all these platforms by uh, looking up the handle, Chris Rock. Okay, and as always, I'd love to leave you with a golden nugget, a main takeaway, uh, so to say, um, and today it's basically, I will have to, to repeat the the last uh, sentence, uh, the last paragraph, and that is um, the idea behind Pareto, because a lot of people talk about this 80-20 rule and... Um, they don't implement it and it's so important to implement it and I never said uh, focus entirely on the 20% that is generating the 80% I said double down on that and at the same time look into the 80% of the um, products or services that that you have, maybe you will need to cut down on some of them, add different ones and propel others and put them into the 20% that's entirely possible. So again, the idea behind Pareto is to know your business in and out. You have to know how each slice of the pie tastes in order to replace the ones that have gone sour. And every now and then, find and add that amazing cherry slice that supports growth and scalability. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing and remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at chrisrock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K.